Welcome to Living Life. Hey, have you ever been to a desert or a place uh, that's just a like kind of a tundra, a dry place where there's not much life there, um, and there's not much move uh, moving around because it's just it's such a dry place that not a lot of uh, animals or even people can live there. Um, but when you change the uh, the the atmosphere when, when you change uh, the nature of that place and you bring in uh, let's say uh, not just a dry place but you you bring in uh, springs of living water uh, to that place and you bring in water it kind of brings to life everything water has that effect to bring to life what once was dry or what once was dead into uh, give life to it, especially the things that are dry. Uh, in this particular passage, we're going to uh, there's much talk about the river of life. Uh, again, we're at the end. We're at nearing the end and the conclusion of the book of Revelation, and there's talk about the river of life. So let's think about this river of life when we think about our own life and the dry places in our life that need to be watered to bring life to us again. Let's take a look at the passage. Revelation chapter 22, verses 1 through 11. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Down the middle of the great street of the city, on each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and His servants will serve Him. They will see His face, and His name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. The angel said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God who inspires the prophets, sent his angel to show his servants the things that must soon take place. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy written in this scroll. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things, and when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing them to me. But he said to me, Don't do that. I am a fellow servant with you and with your fellow prophets, and with all who keep the words of the scroll. Worship God. Then he told me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this scroll, because the time is near. 
Let the one who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let the vile person continue to be vile. Let the one who does right continue to do right. And let the holy person continue to be holy. Welcome back to Living Life. You know, as we discuss a little bit this idea of the river of life, uh, water brings life to what is dead or dying or dry. Uh, and even in our bodies, our bodies contained uh, at least uh, 80, 90 percent water. I'm sure some of the scientific and medical people out there would may disagree with me, but I think that's the number. 80 to 90 percent of our bodies uh, have uh, have water, contain water, and we water is required for so many things, uh, you know, for life. Even when we think of Jesus when Jesus was at the cross, and John saw Jesus on the cross. He says, "I am a witness uh, that the water and blood." are pouring out of him. It just, we just get this idea of the necessity of water. And when the angel in this passage takes John uh, to the, uh, really to the throne of God, and this river of, a river of life, this water is pouring from the throne of God uh, and giving life to everything it touches, everyone it touches. It kind of brings us back to Ezekiel 47, where we see a, a same kind of imagery of the throne of God and the water proceeding from the throne of God. Uh, where it, at the time, Ezekiel's in the inner court and the water is flowing out. But remember, just before that passage, in uh, a few you know a few passages before, we hear about these dry bones, and you know, and, and the question is asked of Ezekiel: Can these dry bones live? And Ezekiel says, "You you know, Sovereign Lord, you're the one who knows whether they can live." But those dry bones were the bones of uh, Israel. Can these bones live? Remember, Israel uh, during the time of Ezekiel was in exile. Uh, first went into exile in Babylon, and then later into Persian exile. But uh, primarily this period we're dealing with is the Babylonian exile. Uh, and the question is, is they have been removed from uh, the holy city. They have been removed from the temple, and they're in exile now. And will this people live on? And we get the answer because God is living with his people. But this river of life is, is so important. We also get this idea of the river of life, not just from Ezekiel, but from John chapter 4 with the Samaritan woman as well, where Jesus is speaking to her and he tells about these rivers of living water that could flow, actually flow from her. I mean, you know when uh, you have a relationship with Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit comes to live in you, these rivers of living water flow out of you. And so he's saying that to this woman. Uh, and today I want you to remember, get this message that these same rivers of living water, even though we're looking literally here, also uh, spiritually can flow from us when we're in relationship with Jesus Christ. These, uh, the spirit, this, this living water, this, these rivers of living water are also uh, uh, at the time as they're flowing, we have, it touches the tree of life, which is on either side of the river and the leaves of the tree of life are for the healing of the nations and also for abundant life. But these trees, this tree of life are also producing like crops 
12 crops as well in season monthly. Uh, so we see that water also is, is great for agriculture and producing uh, crops. And we know also that it, when it rained and when the water touched the crops, that this was seen as a sign of prosperity, a sign of blessing from God when your crops were watered and your, you had fruit in season um, according to the, the time. Uh, in addition, in this passage, which I think is really important, one of the hopes of believers is to see him face to face. Uh, when we're all done with this life, when we've finished the race and we've, uh, we kept the faith and you know, we've run the course, uh, one day we will see him face to face. And this promise, this idea of the face to face meaning and our names on our foreheads, we have the mark of God on our foreheads. And in this time again, as has been mentioned before, there will be no night. Uh, there will be no need for night because the, the Lamb of God will lighten the city for he is the light of the world. Uh, there'll be no need for a sun or a moon or a lamp or anything else. And we will reign with, in partnership with the Lamb forever and ever. Uh, and here's the other interesting thing when we look at this passage. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy written in the scroll, because again, uh, he is coming soon. I fell down and I worshiped at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. He was that angel was just a servant, just like we are, just declaring what God had said to him to share with us. Um, the time is near. And even in this passage, Jesus is saying, the, the, John is saying, and as he hears, he's saying, let the one who is continuing to do evil or wrong, let them continue to do it. But the one who continues to do right and seek holiness, let them do it. Because when Jesus comes, we're not going to know the day and we're not going to know the hour. Uh, and the one who is doing right and is prepared for his coming uh, will not be put to shame and will not shrink away from him, but will be uh, will long for his appearing and will love his appearing. Uh, so my prayer to you is that you will love his appearing, long for his appearing, and that you will begin to see him through this living water, through this river of life that's flowing from you for every day that draws closer uh, to the time when we will meet him face to face, uh, there is a blessedness, there is a hunger, uh, there is an intimacy that grows more and more and more as we know the day approaching when we will see him face to face. Today could be the day as you give your life to Christ today that those rivers of living water, just like the Samaritan woman, when she ran into the town and said, come see a man, come see a man who told me everything I did, she became a believer in the Messiah. You also can become a believer in the Messiah and have that same living water. does not matter who you are. It does not matter what your background is. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. The only thing that matters is that 
There is an opportunity for you today to understand and to know what the living water is that can flow out of you as you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Today is that opportunity. Jesus made a way for you when he shed his blood on that cross and he forgave your sins. Forgiveness is available for you today so that you can know the Savior and that he can give you like he gave that Samaritan woman living water that you might abide in him. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for today. We thank you for the opportunity that you've given us today, Lord. We don't know about tomorrow, but we know about right now, Lord. And we, I pray that those uh, who are hearing this broadcast uh, will look at their lives, examine their lives, and say, I want some of that living water. I want that water to change my life today. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that that's exactly what will happen. I ask all this in the precious, wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer. 